Greetings, beautiful ones. I am Ms. BJ Martin, and this is Snails with No Shells. Leave that shell at the door. You see, a lot of us are running around here living in our shells. Some of us are putting muscles on our shells. Some of us are putting makeup on our shells. On this platform, leave that shell at the door. Just be free, be comfortable to be who you are in your own skin. Let's be slugs for a little while. <laughs> Everyone is welcome to this show. There is no judgment on this platform. We keep it clean and we keep it cool. All right. Not because See you of later. Desperation, not just mental conversations, communication. Greetings. 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 I am greetings. I am Miss <laughs> BJ Martin. And this is Snails with No Shells. And without further ado, I would like to introduce my very special guest, the beautifully talented, amazing Ashley. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Ashley. How are you? I am awesome. How are you Excellent. doing? I am great. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. Yes, ma'am. And thank you for being a guest on my show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited and a little nervous, not going to lie, but I am just glad to be in this space. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And I just want to let the audience know that today's topic is going to be based on um, domestic violence awareness so they can know what they're getting into before we get started. Um, So that's that. All right. Moving right along. Ashley, where are you from? I am from New Orleans, Louisiana. All right, New Orleans. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. You're the first guest that I've had from somewhere else. Everybody else has been like, well, I had a guest from Cincinnati and I had a guest from Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, okay, New Orleans. So, um, how long have you been here? I've been here a little over a year. Okay. Okay. So how do you like it? I honestly I love it out here. Mm-hmm. I get a um a lot better than Dallas in my opinion. And oh, okay. I, honestly I love the landscaping, like I everything just feels rooted here and you know, it's like not man made. If if so, I don't pretty sure it's not much so i i really really love it okay so you were living in dallas prior to moving to uh georgia yes okay Mm -hmm. and how long were you in dallas Mm, since 2015 i believe okay so you were there for a few years Mm -hmm. yeah i was there for a while Okay, I heard the um, I heard the weather is well. I know I did hear it gets hot there too. So, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so Dallas to Atlanta. Yes. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Ash. Do you have me on? Tell us a little bit about you. Yes, so I am a hairstylist. I am also a yoga instructor and a holistic practitioner. So I like to work with herbs and essential oils and natural remedies. 
but the cosmetology side of me you know I do like the chemical aspect of it but that's that's another story for another day (laughs) (laughs) yes so basically that's that's really all to me I am uh, really big on spirituality and just being one with yourself being at peace with yourself and I like to spread that peace and positivity to you know everyone that I come across oh awesome that's beautiful thank I you love it. yes so um what made you so okay so you are you're an entrepreneur uh-huh you do you do a couple of things what made you get into hair honestly it was something that has always been around me I grew up in a large family and most of them were women and I was always you know around women but I always felt different from my family as far as looks and so I kind of felt like the black sheep and I guess just me looking through my own smoky glass mirror and trying to figure out who I was and trying to you know learning my own identity and that kind of sparked my interest into like the hair and beauty world because you know I was always trying to redefine myself and find my looks and um you know just just grow and expand just within myself and I said as to say I've always done hair I always would do like makeup and you know even nails for like my grandmother my great-grandmother my cousins and then it grew to my friends and then I found out that I can take cosmetology school in high school so I went for it I graduated got or got my license before I graduated and then from there like the rest was history and yoga kind of came into place once I you know was just seeking healing mostly emotional healing for myself and um it just led me to that (laughs) and Mm -hmm. uh ever since like I feel like I I just add as I go like I'm adding or I'm enhancing these things that has always been within me okay I understand that. Awesome. Awesome. So how long have you been doing hair? I have been doing hair for about 10 years now. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. So is the clientele is it different in Dallas? Because you did, did you do hair in Dallas? I did. It is very different. Um, you know, because I guess the, the different areas and every every city every um you know even if it's like a city 10 15 minutes down the road like mm-hmm. you'll notice they'll you know they'll look for certain things or you know similar styles so um yes i feel like atlanta it's uh you get a little bit more creativity like people are a little bit more uh open to going outside of the box and not that you don't have that in Dallas but in a particular area that I was in I was in McKinney Frisco Frisco um I actually I moved around a bit but um the the majority of the areas it was more so corporate America you know nine to five and like family type 
clientele so um yeah it could definitely it could definitely be different and it was so Hmm. it's it's it's, yeah very interesting to you know to put it together I guess (laughs) (laughs) okay so um your clientele are they young young you know around your age are they older women so in Dallas, it was more so older, but I did have clients uh, my age and a little bit younger. And so I, it really fluctuated, to be honest. But I could say my clientele has been between, um, or now it's about 25 to like 45. Okay, the age group. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yes, that's right. Forty-five-year-old women are still popping. And we tell oh you. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And so, um, you say you do yo- you're a yoga instructor as well. Did you have uh-huh. to go to school as well for yoga? I did. I took mm-hmm. a three uh two hundred certification class in. I actually went through it twice, so at, with two different companies um, or instructors. So it was uh, that was also a really good experience, and just to see, you know, from the the two different perspectives and yoga, and it really taught me a lot um, on speaking and directing, leading. Uh, so it really gave me those skills as far as using my voice and also aligning, you know, my mind, my body and my spirit, which ultimately helps me in my day to day life, you know, working with clients, whether that's one on one thing, a, a group thing or like, you know, teaching a class or just speaking out to a crowd. Okay, so you're like you're helping yourself at the same time while you're helping others. Yes, yes. Yeah, I like that. Thank I you. Like I get it. I do. Yes. Okay, so we have we're doing hair and yoga. So um, you said you're adding some more things. Are you doing anything else? Currently, I have really just been working on expanding my hair business because, okay. you know, just with me having all these different things that I love to do um I I can also like so my main thing I want to I try to work on is balance right or not try but the main thing that I do or focusing my energy on now is balance because I know all together it it flows but it's in how I do that and also um between the you know the daily or the physical and the emotional part of it um I well oh sorry I'm drawing a blank I'm drawing a blank (laughs) because I'm like wait no problem I got you okay so what I've noticed is that I'm thinking about it right now I'm like okay hair and yoga so you you're really into you're like of service to people. You like making people feel beautiful. Yes. Inside and out. Exactly. And that's that's awesome. Thank you. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. They go hand in hand. They mm-hmm. go hand in hand. I, I can see, yeah, the floor of that. Okay. 
That's dope. All right, Ash. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you for seeing the vision. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I can see that perfectly. Wow. Very therapeutic. Both of them. Very yes, therapeutic yes. and very um uh helpful to one's mental health at the same time. The yoga right. and the hair, especially in dealing with you being a yoga instructor, you're you're a special kind of stylist. Not taking anything away from anybody else. Uh, who styles hair or does hair mm-hmm. but we're talking specifically about you in the moment yeah that's very special that's a gift for sure yes Thank that's you. awesome and, 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 um how old are you i'm 27 okay another millennial you're a millennial okay yes. I forgot. y'all these millennials out here are they getting it i <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love the entrepreneurial uh, spirits that you guys have. That's all right. That's great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, so um, I guess we're going to get to the next segment of the show. Um, allow, I'm going to allow you to tell your story um, as far as you dealing with a domestic or violent situation. Okay. So, okay, so did you experience this while you were here, while you're in Dallas or New Orleans or? Okay, okay. So, yeah, I, um, so I feel like domestic violence goes back before me, you know, it goes into my lineage and just with my I'm not too much sure of my great-grandmother, to be honest. Like, I haven't really tapped into that conversation. Mm -hmm. But I can say just learning through my own healing and even writing my own story. um, I have a book called Water Me and I'll Grow. And and I kind of go into these things. And it's basically based off of, like, you know, my childhood or at least... I show I, I speak on it in the beginning just to let people know a little bit about myself. But ultimately, um, it stems from my child or my childhood and just me, you know, um, or my 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 lineage, my heritage. I don't know the word to say. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but what? basically. Just try your best and take your time. <laughs> okay. Basically, it goes back to my family and their uh, history in domestic violence, although it wasn't spoken about. And, you know, I feel like there was a lot of secrets or things that just was silent. And although it was silence, it doesn't mean that you know, as a kid, even for myself, that it wasn't felt, it wasn't seen, it wasn't absorbed. So um, my physical abuse, or I should even say emotional abuse, started in Dallas when I was with my son's father. And it was a toxic relationship. We was toxic to each other, most importantly, but I can definitely say that he was 
uh, a really big influence on um, just bringing that out in we like we called I mean the we gotten the you know police involved and it got to the point where you know they said that we we both like they were going to take both of us to jail and it wasn't until I literally one day again the police was called it was shortly I believe after my son's first birthday um and he basically like or we called the police I mean I called the police and um the police basically after all that he ran away that's what happened he ran away after I called the police because he was already you know on probation or on or they were you know it was a case opened uh on him or that was he did some time on it you know and um so he ran away and the police basically was telling me in that moment that you know like there's other places you can go to and so it was kind of on my mind and basically the next day I called and I got into the shelter and even in the midst of the shelter like I it was things required for me to do like counseling and parenting classes and in these classes um or in the the counseling session like it brought up a a whole bunch of or not a whole bunch but it it brought up a trauma it it basically it was where my healing journey really began and even in the classes I I became aware that I was being emotionally abused like you know I thought it was just the physical that's why I'm there but um honestly it was more emotional abuse than physical and I didn't realize until you know I had got myself out of the situation and really like reach out to the help that was needed or that was needed and you know some people you know say like oh I'm scared of going you know going in these situations or these um you know shelters but honestly like at the time I didn't really put too much thought of thought into it but I was blessed to be in a you know one of the would be considered nicer shelters uh but honestly I still you know people still stole from me they still you know like I mean clothes they threw away like you know products that I had and just because you know they're being you, they're being women who are hurt and they want to hurt other women or whatever the case and whatever it was that they were going through um so that relationship um pretty much it, it definitely it got better before it, uh it or it got worse before it got better and you know it was definitely in our younger days and I feel like I've healed for the most part of those you know situations but when it comes to communication like that is a a 
one thing that me and my son's father like are still kind of battling with like it's has been much better but I feel like the distance and me even moving to a whole nother city or a whole nother state um has been really freeing for me and it, it has helped to shape and mold my you know my uh reality but even um you know where I'm at now because it's about a little over a year now that um you know that I've actually just moved from um Dallas to Atlanta and honestly I was still running I ran off with a friend and you know we ended up getting married and we basically uh got in like we basically like was moving too fast and was doing things all the wrong ways but that triggered you know um old things old behaviors between the both of us and that ended up being a abusive relationship and again it was it started out emotional and it evolved into physical and you know this guy I felt was like a sheep or a wolf in sheep clothing like I didn't even expect any of it I mean I've had it I've had ideas or suggestions made about him but it was never really confirmed until you know I was already in that already in the situation so um that that situation has probably been honestly the most worst because it was done really uh, manipulative but honestly they they both were really manipulative (laughs) not that I think about it but um yeah uh I I feel like I I just kind of started rambling off so So, yeah, I was saying um, that, no, you're not rambling. Not at all. You're telling your story. You're never rambling. Don't feel like you're rambling when you're telling your story. You're you're telling something very personal um, about you. This is very brave (laughs) for you to even do this. So, you're never rambling. Don't ever feel that way. Okay? Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a, um, like I say, you're very brave. And that story... um, I get it. I do understand. You were in one situation and you just basically went with someone else and was in the same situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you don't, when you don't do the self-work, when you don't heal, that's what usually happens. And when you're running away from yourself, you're going to run right into that same person. Right. That's what usually happens. And, and it sounds like you were just trying to be in a safe space. You cared about this person. You wanted to feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they probably made you feel safe at first. Um, you know, people sometimes you you know you, people that you you love or you, you know you care about you tell them about your past or things that have happened, and um, sometimes it just goes left. You're like, I told you that, and you're gonna do the same thing that I just experienced with this person. Mm-hmm. 
Right. But I do know for sure that we go through these things in our life to teach us lessons. We have to learn these lessons and they will keep until you get it. You know, so um, I truly understand. Um, me, I too have dealt with a situation like that before. And um, before I even go there, I will say this. I was one to be very judgmental when it came to women in, um, you know, domestic violence situations. I would always say, oh, if that was me, I wouldn't do this. Or if that was me, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't deal with that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, or I'd be gone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, what I learned from that is don't speak on anything if you have not experienced it you cannot say what you will or won't do if you have not been in that situation because just as sure as I was being judgmental I I finally got a chance to experiment experiment not experiment to experience that type of situation and um it was not easy it's not easy because first really you don't even know that you're being manipulated you don't even know what's going right. on you know especially yeah. if you're one of those people that has a big heart like me and like you you sound like you have a very big heart <laughs> um you don't even really know initially so it starts off very um it does start off emotionally and maybe some verbal i've dealt with the emotional the verbal and the physical i got slapped in the face hair pulled but they felt like because they weren't balled up in my fist that it wasn't that bad it was right. A, it was right you know but no it was it was enough Mm-hmm. to the point to where energetically I would be down for like two weeks you know my whole my whole feel like I feel like my whole soul got snatched out my body because mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that somebody I love would do something like this right or even call you know even be called a name you know um from them it was a, it was a it was a very uh oh I learned a lot through that experience a lot about myself and um, so I understand um, exactly what you're going through. You know, my I um, you know, maybe not all the same details, but it sounds like it's pretty much you know pretty similar. Um, so again, I commend you for even coming out and telling your story because um, to be able to talk about it, that's who it takes. A, it takes you know a lot of bravery and just confidence and because you're going to change somebody's life you're going to help so many people mm-hmm. and change so many lives so wow but you know what I want I do want to say this you said you went to a shelter mm-hmm. for women and they were stealing your stuff I didn't know they were doing all that in women's shelters. I, I wouldn't even be thinking about that. I'm thinking that everybody's going there, you know, because they want to be in a safe space. Right. Wow. Yeah, girl. And that's something you need to talk about because people need to know this, you know, because that's the truth, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they need to know how to move. They need to know, you know, how to to keep their, their mental... Um, you know clear Mm -hmm. and like they need to know that this is not a game this is not a sorority like you get in you get out you get what you need and you 
you get focused, you know, for yourself and, and you know, most importantly yourself and if you have kids because most of the time you know these women have kids and multiple kids and Mm -hmm. you know you got to get in and for them you got to do it for them Mm -hmm. wow so how long did you stay in the shelter so it was like an emergency like Mm -hmm. a shelter so it was 30 days and um again like a lot of people they didn't take it serious so if uh you had things in the work you can actually i think i stayed in there for like 40 days um because i was able to uh you know get an extension and um because i had an apartment lined up and the crazy thing is like going into the shelter like my apartment prior to was already paid up six months in advance so like a part of me like that ego part was like oh no that's my house like I put the money down for that like you know I'm not gonna leave but then another part of me was just like you know leave while you can get the help because you know it may not be a next time um so I just made that decision and within 40 days I was able to get get myself situated into a new place and living by myself. It was my first time really living by myself. Like, um, you know, like in my own space. So mm-hmm. um, it was a big deal for me and it was a, a big starter to, uh, you know, start to me really focusing in on my business and the things that I needed to do which was learn like I needed to learn a lot like I I knew nothing about entrepreneurship I just knew that I like to do hair and I've been doing hair for you know people and like you said like I love to service people I love helping people I love making them feel good about themselves because Mm -hmm. I know what it feels like you know for people to make you feel not so good about yourself and about things that you can't control uh you know you don't really have control over so I try to do my best to you know pour that into others because it do take those few people in your life that you know make things um you know make things seem real to you they you know they may come in your life and like teach you like hey it's not everyone out here is not out here to hurt you they're not out here to um you know reflect pain on you you know Mm -hmm. that's not normal so um yeah that's that's really where I get my motivation from Mm mm-hmm Mhm. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. Mhm. So um when we talk about So did you okay, you told me you dealt with the we just we'll just go back just for a quick second. We talked about the um, physical abuse, the emotional, the verbal cuz when someone says emotional abuse 
Like, what does that mean to you? Because some people could be getting, can be in a situation right now and not really know it or think that, or not think that they are. Yeah, right. because you're not physically being touched, that you're not in an abusive relationship and you can be. Right. That's a really good question. Um, emotional abuse to me is like, uh, for example, because I feel like I need to get this out. Like, um, when first off, when like your partner or whoever they are to your boyfriend husband whatever like when they tell you um when they're constantly talking down on you or when they're like instead of speaking life into you like they're telling you negative things like oh you're stupid or like you know um um why are you why are you putting that um, on like you don't need to like you know put makeup on all the time like you're uh you know you're uh shoot I guess that's not a good well yeah like basically when they're like just telling you like when they're just downing you for no reason like if they know that makeup is what makes you feel good and look beautiful like there's ways to telling you know people like hey you're beautiful without makeup but it's it's I guess it's the tone it's the way that they say it it's how they're saying it it's when they say it so it's like they're they're basically playing with your mind and your insecurities instead of um they're playing off of it instead of like using that same power to you know make you feel good about you know those situations mm-hmm. and shining light on it you know letting you know like hey um i i see this and you know you may feel this way but this is how i feel about it and you know i i feel um you know i i, I love you regardless or i i'm fond of you regardless like i love you i love your mind i love you know other things about you know you and they make light and peace of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do I understand that instead of just saying babe you know you're beautiful with or without makeup it's like they use it negatively mm-hmm. because they don't want you to they don't want you to have to feel good about yourself right they want they to keep you in a certain like mentality or vibration mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. they can keep you in that that control right and for, and you know the person that's doing that they don't feel good about themselves exactly so they definitely want you to and they want to make it seem like they they want to make it seem like they're all that like oh I got it together you're the one that needs some help and it's really them right <laughs> right yeah so yeah so ladies um and listeners, you know, this is just a few things that, you know, your mate could possibly be saying or doing that you're, and you're not really aware uh, what's happening. So I just want to talk about a couple of, you know, things so that you can be aware um, of how it's done and to let you know the mindset of the the uh, victimizer of that person mm-hmm. um, where they are mentally. So or they'll even, you know 
they'll even create drama in your life or they'll separate you from your friends and your family or they'll constantly make comments on why they don't like something or somebody just to get lure you away you know from that person they they may even go to an extent the extent of lying or over exaggerating uh, a situation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, that's very interesting yeah and you know this is so important because um you know when you just being in in the Atlanta culture right like mm-hmm. You, you are aware that there are people out here who, you know, have the, the sex trafficking and human trafficking. And, you know, it's, this is a big thing out here. And I feel like this is important to touch on because usually, you know, these, these women who come from these broken homes and or come from these uh, toxic relationships or just... Uh, they were just exposed to it you know they seen it growing up so they don't really think it's it's not normal and um uh so you get a lot of these these lost souls in a sense where they're easily lured and um moved and you know wanting to fit in or whatever the case is it's like I think it's important for them to know that, you know, self-love, like self-care and just learning and surrounding yourself with positive people, people who are doing better than them or people who are on the same, um, you know, who's wanting to better themselves as well mm-hmm. so that, you know, they they are in that space and constantly being reminded and pushed and um being held accountable to to move past what you think you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there is a lot of women on the the flip opposite side of that who are suffering right now who are you know that that inward self-conflicting pain is has now manifested into you know, others inflicting pain on them. Mm-hmm. And it's some people in a dangerous situation. So, you know, it's, it's, it's better, it's easier to move and, and learn through the pain now than, you know, it's better now than, you know, sorry later. Right, right, right. And, um, yeah, I agree with that. And I was going to say, too, um, to go through something like that, it's like it's, it's not fair and it's like it's, it can be a terrible thing, but you learned a lot from it. And it happened to you, you know, at, at a young age. And so and so now you're going through all this. You're doing your self-work, your self-healing, and that's good because you won't be, you know, in your 40s and 50s trying to get it together, you know, or bring any more children into the world and you still... Right. Um, you know, uh, still dealing with, like you said, that inner conflict. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, I think that's that's beautiful. And uh, I'm glad that you're speaking out because you're telling me some stuff, some of uh, some things that I didn't know, you know, as far as the um, 
the human, you know, trafficking and all that, you know, you've added some um, awareness for me uh, when it comes to that. Um, so again, thank you. And I am glad that you um, decided to come on my podcast and just, you know, share your story and your thoughts and all that good stuff. You have beautiful energy. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. You are welcome. So, um, I guess, I guess, um, what would you, what one thing, well, no, let's do this first. I need people to be able to find you. So let's, what are your, um, social media handles and all that good stuff? Okay. So my hair Instagram is at, uh, crowns enchanted. And my yoga page, if and if anyone's more so on the physical healing, mm-hmm. um, that is awaken your underscore flow. So awaken your underscore flow. And um, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, I'm still re- in the works of rebuilding that because I actually rebranded my business. Um, I renamed it and everything. So it's all going to be Crowns Enchanted. Okay. Um, so you'll be able to, to catch me basically on all social media platforms under those names. Okay. All right. Awesome. Very good. Very good. And okay. And so what is like one thing or a message that you would like to put out there? Um, hmm, my one message would be to take care of yourself uh, inwardly and outwardly just like a flower you know you want to nourish yourself from the roots to the um the sky literally like because the sky is the limit and the the your grounds your roots are um infinite as well if that makes sense i'm kind of referencing as above so below um but basically just know that you are light within and just like a flower like you are here to shine and to unfold into the beautiful blossoming flower that you are whatever that may look like because we all have different you know patterns and textures and things about ourselves and our lives that makes us uniquely you so as long as you are tapping in to see that for yourself and um that's all you need in this world literally is to have that connection with yourself have your that connection with source and you will never you know you will never lack for anything wow that was an amazingly beautiful message. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I do know that you are going to do some amazing things um, it's for many women in the world. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's going to be great. Your journey is going to be amazing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this show up again. I would like to say thank you to Ashley. That was beautiful. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, I hope that just thousands of people can hear it so that we can change some lives, you know? Mm -hmm. So thank you again. 
And before I go, um, I would like to say thank you, listeners, for taking the time to listen to my podcast. We appreciate you. And just remember, just like the sun, you are necessary.